7 o'clock. It's time to start the show. Hey, uh, hey, Anthony, do you like do you like my new shirt? Sure, man. It's cool. Could have been better. What was that? I said it could have been better. You want to fight about yeah, it? Yeah, I do. Let's go, chump. Ah! <laughs> Hold on a second. We don't need to fight. We don't? All you need to do is go to 86.com and choose from one of their many designs. Franchises range from Skullgirls to Street Fighter and even Blaze Blue. And if you check out 86 through this Twitch channel, use 86.com slash question mark AFF equals four to let them know that Mission Star Podcast sent you. When that music is goes on, you know what time it is. It's time for another episode of Mission Star Podcast. Welcome, everybody. Everybody listening. Everybody watching. Everybody watching on YouTube everywhere. Thank you very much. It, it has been a while since we had a podcast, and we would have one last week, but I was sick. I caught the cold. The cold kicked my ass, and I... I'd rather not cough into the mic every half hour or every five minutes. <sighs> but uh, I'm back now. I'm I'm 100%. And with me um, to talk about games, game news, and 2018 in general is Greg Dietz. Hi. <laughs> the most creepiest intros ever. Oh, and I. Uh, I'm not. Uh, here's the here's the thing. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna foreshadow it because it's I'm excited about it legitimately. But uh, if you're tuning in now, or you're listening to the podcast, you're gonna want to stay to the end. Oh yeah, he's he's told me stuff. He has told me some stuff, and there are some things that he needs to get off his chest. Let's just say that. Well, well, I mean, therapeutically wise, yes, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But before we get to that point, before we, we land into that part, um, there is news we got to talk about. Um, also, I should I should state, actually, before we get into it, um, actually, let me go back to my cam real quick. Uh, first off, shout-outs to Half Empty Energy Tank. Those guys are oh, awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they've raised over $10,000 this past weekend um, at MAGFest, and it was a awesome, awesome job. Everybody did. Uh, and uh, it was it was pretty sweet to see um, breaking yeah, I, I records to, and all I, that. I had to work through quite a significant portion of it, but um, the thing is, is and this is a sadder part, if you will, depending on your opinion. Um, this uh, this Mega Manathon will be the last one at Mag um, because. Magfest is changing their thing to to Magfast. Um, I think, from what I understand, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, this is supposed to be a, a speedrunning event, which is what they're trying to do now. Um, 
but the issue that that is is coming from that is essentially that uh, um, there's either a no spot for the Mega Manathon, or if there is a spot for the Mega Manathon, it won't be 72 hours. So mm. um, the Mega Manathon is not dead. That is a thing that will continue. There will be a number eight. Uh, when, where, is up in the air. So uh, what I would suggest is follow at Half Empty E Tank on Twitter. Go to go to uh, go to Facebook. Follow Half Empty Energy Tank or Half Empty E Tank, and go to Twitch tv slash half empty e tank um and uh, you'll learn more and more you know that way uh but if you know if we have any news if i learn anything that i can share i'll definitely uh share it on the podcast awesome yeah again shout outs to them like they did a fantastic job uh this past weekend at magfest and um yeah again ten thousand dollars remarkable and we get to see uh, Brian shave pretty much all of his hair on his head, essentially. <laughs> so yeah. that was yeah. that was great. That was awesome. All right, now we can get into the news. Okay, so let's start off. Um, oh, actually, you know what? I think I forgot to set this up. Well, we'll just switch from cam to cam. I'll keep an eye on the timer um, because we're talking about 2018. We didn't have a chance to talk about uh, the year of 2018. Um, and uh, we didn't uh, get our, our final thoughts on the year. It is now 2019, a new year, brand new year, new games and whatnot. But we were not remiss to talk about last year's uh, events and what other stuff that happened that stood out to us. Um, so, uh, Greg, do you want to start up with this or do you want me to go and if you took it to... Uh, I, I mean, like... This year has been a, a fascinating year in terms of. Um, you mean 2018? Sorry, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, because I'm trying to pull up what I'm trying to pull up on my phone right now is uh, on um, Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Uh, they usually compile a list of like the biggest news stories mm-hmm. in uh, 2000 or whatever year you're trying to look at. There we go. There's 2018. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. No, this year has been been a fascinating year uh, for for like news stories too. Um, you know, this was this was the year that we you know we got the Overwatch League, which was a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year was also like a, a big year for competitive gaming in general. Uh, the esports scene um, really like blowing up more than it had been. Um, I think uh, more and more people are understanding what esports is and how important it is to the sports scene so that's that's a fascinating thing um Hmm. i'm scrolling down this list uh yeah there's i mean there's a few stories that were like downers like cliff lezinski's uh boss key studio productions company uh closed down yeah yeah that was a big um yeah that sucked uh I mean, the thing about this year also was, like, we had a lot of rough stories. Like, the Telltale situation was... Yeah, that, that's, that was, I think, the roughest uh, coming, out of, coming out of last year um, with the layoffs did, and everybody we, being affected by it. Right. Um, you know, I think gaming had one of its biggest tragedies this year. 
and that was the shooting during the Madden tournament. Yeah, yeah, that was another big one. Um, but in in the same in that same breath, you know, we we like I said, we had a we had a good year in terms of uh, the esports community coming together and 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 being something bigger and uh, a lot more interesting. Uh, you know, people supporting each other when it comes to these events. Um, it's it's been a fascinating year, uh, just because it's not so much about the games right now as much as it is about um, how do I say this correctly? Not so much about the games themselves, and more about what is 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 happening within the communities. You know. Um, does that make sense? What I just said. I, I, I believe I believe so. Like I think that the the media attention, the focus, was less on the games in 2018 and more on the community, more on the people and personalities. Um, especially that it was kind of shown, and it was shown in 2018 that people and devs ha- are not just numbers and people who made the games. They actually have lives, and they can be affected by it. Um, so there is definitely. 2018 is definitely a year where that was more shown that we are all human, especially people within the game industry in all aspects. Um, yeah, yeah, that's 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 exactly what I'm what I was trying to get at was like it's it's been definitely a year of um, gamers are are more about what what they want to do and not so much the game that they're playing. I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's been, it, it's a positive thing that I'm trying to get at. It's right, a positive right. thing that, that, that that's happening right now. So, absolutely, um, absolutely. you know, when you see at the game awards, which was arguably the best game awards <laughs> we've had yet. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was uh, good. The, um, you know, a, a, a guy who is categorically, you know, would not have won that award mm-hmm. given a different circumstance win the award and go up on stage yeah um and i'm talking about sonic fox by the way just oh okay gotcha gotcha categorically he would not have won any awards because of who he is but the gaming community didn't care it was about his skills yeah yeah so that's that's the point i'm getting at like that's that's the part that i think is important to kind of highlight and then i'm not just with sonic fox like and the community as a whole has been really positive. I mean, you can you can sit there and point out like, oh, there's there's negativity everywhere, but so there's negativity literally everywhere. Yeah. So pointing out the negativity <laughs> in those situations is needless. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it you can, every year, every every section, every community has it. So there's anywhere realistically, you think about it, uh, sports, politics, whatnot. It's it's out there. I I think that the main focus for 2018. For me, when I was looking back, is um, you know, I'm just kind of looking at. Uh, it's funny because you went through the you went through the, the aspect of the community and the people. I, I was kind of thinking more about the games and everything else. Wise, uh, Evil obviously was a big moment. Like Evil always has those huge moments uh, for me, especially when right. when Negan was announced, and I was like, what the fuck? Like anything is possible with with Tekken. Um, Definitely seeing some of the games that came out that uh, in 2018 that surprised me and surprised everybody else. The fact that Monster Hunter World came out and actually did well in the U.S., which I've never done before. 
they had some mediocre success here in the States, but they never had a huge success as Monster Hunter World. It's always been a huge thing in Japan, not in America. So the fact that now they got both, which is crazy to me, but also Capcom is in a really good state right now. They actually reported like that was like one of the most sold games of all time right now. Yeah, I mean, Capcom, that's the thing about Capcom right now is that like in 2017, you could have argued that their company was going to go under, that they were going to go belly up. Oh yeah, um, yeah, definitely. But this year, this year was a turnaround year for them. Oh boy, man! If you look back at their at their catalog for 2018, Mega Man 11, Monster Hunter World, and the DLC that followed uh, with it, um, the announcement of Devil May Cry 5 has a lot of people excited, including myself. If you have that. Uh, been paying attention to the podcast. No, uh, didn't hear that at all. Not at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, Capcom was definitely on an upswing. Uh, without, it was the exception of the, the fighting division, which needs a lot of work. Um, well, I think you know. Also, I want to point out something because you mentioned DLC. Like, I think this year has also been an interesting year in terms of how the community is reacting towards uh, uh, DLC and microtransactions and loot boxes and situations like that. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, it seems to be that microtransactions aren't the problem. Uh, that people just hate not having an option. Um, like, I've argued the reason for loot boxes. Like, why they exist. And one of the big things is... Um, uh, and, I, and I, again, ad nauseum on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. One of the big reasons that, that, that people in general hate loot boxes or seem to hate loot boxes is because uh, of the, the random element, the, the, the quote-unquote gambling aspect, um, which, again, I don't really call it gambling because you're still getting something, but that's neither here nor there. Um, the, uh, the part that people hate is the, is the random element. You're not getting what you want. But, as I pointed out with certain games, and Fortnite, um, they're doing it right. You don't really hear people bitch about Fortnite's microtransactions. You just hear people bitch about Fortnite's fan base, right? Yeah. Yeah. You hear people complain about its popularity. But, in reality, the reason no one bitches about its microtransactions is because, A, um, you can spend 10 bucks get the season pass, earn enough points to get the season pass again, so you're extensively spending $10, or you're spending $10 once. Um, And then on top of that, if you choose to spend extra cash, um, you can buy skins, but you're buying the skins outright. Mm -hmm. There's no loot boxes. Mm -hmm. Those are all microtransactions. Those are not that different than loot boxes. (laughs) Right. it's just it's just the, the 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 random angle is taken out. So, um, so I think that this year was definitely a, a turning point in how microtransactions are going to be handled. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about how I think it was the was it Belgium? Yes, Belgium. Uh, Bel- Belgium was the one who uh, banned loot boxes uh the uk was to launch an investigation australia was in the mix for a bit hawaii was also doing an investigation or kind of i think also banning it so there were several countries in 2018 uh and the government taking a look at loot boxes and the game industry um 
and that that happened and it spooked a lot of game developers and companies to not want to touch loot boxes for quite some time so um yeah 2018 has definitely been an interesting year and 2018 is will go down in the i'd say in my opinion and game wise i think 2018 was a pretty good year for games i think yeah absolutely i think you know I think the the more outspoken the gaming community gets about things, the better things will get. So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. I'm 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 fascinated in next year. Uh, there was uh, um, oh my god, there was something. Oh, it's it's the Fortnite dances lawsuits that has yeah. me ex- like extremely Same fascinated. Here. To see I want to know goes. what happens. Like, yeah. how far can the law take that? And I just I, I just want to see yeah. what, if if it gets to that point. I was going to say, neither of us have a leg in that race at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious how it's going to end. But Agreed. 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 It's going to be an interesting thing as, as it goes on, but uh, we digress. All right. So hang on a second. Moving on to the next topic at hand. Uh, oops, wrong one. Uh, boom. Aha. Oh, yes. Do I have anything for two? I do. Okay, yeah. Oh. Just, I think, random video. Um, okay. So, <laughs> um, as you might have noticed, there hasn't been many, much um, uh, much to talk about in terms of game news, uh, only because, like, especially during this time of year, uh, it's pretty low. But one of which uh, did catch some eye of a lot of people and one particular person uh, named uh, Soldier Boy. Um was was uh, was making games um was or well, well okay take that back he was well. <laughs> i mean okay his name was on the product he wasn't the man behind the scenes but like i'm pretty sure somebody just was trying to take advantage of like hey he's a big name we'll, we'll use his name try to sell stuff um so uh let's see this is coming off of my nintendo news uh, dot com this is written by let's see do we have an author for this i don't think we do actually Oh, I can't. Okay, all right. No author. Uh, Soldier Boy has stopped selling his consoles on store uh, due to a potential Nintendo lawsuit. Rapper Soldier Boy seems to have changed of heart when it comes to advertising his consoles and putting them on his Soldier Watch website. He's since taken them down, presumably because of implementing lawsuits. The consoles looked especially like other consoles on the market and included games from retro from the uh, retro Nintendo platform and others, uh, which he did not have permission to sell or obtain. Uh, and that is the end of that uh, article. Um, so basically what happened, <laughs> um, Soldier Boy, he, I'm not sure, I'm pretty sure somebody just kind of went up to him and was like, hey, we can... Make some money with your own console, whatnot. Probably brought up the idea, but essentially, so, his console. So I actually, I actually know kind of how it how it played out, and that was, um, somebody in his crew was like, "Hey, you like that game Fortnite?" And yeah, well, you could, you know, you could make that kind of money too. And then he was like, "How?" And they were talking about how you could just sell consoles. You just, you just sell consoles. Mm-hmm. And uh, they found a bunch of those like ch- uh, Chinese bootleg uh, consoles on the internet, and then tried to resell them, tried to repackage them as his console. Yeah. Yep. And it did not go well. Like at, at one point, like he was like, he was uh, on Twitter, 
basically saying like, I'm not afraid of Nintendo. You know, F them. You know, essentially. Right, right. And then like literally not too long afterwards, like, does his like Twitter get, uh, like, did he like, uh, I don't want to say delete it, but like just kind of taking it down for a minute or I remember hearing some story that he took it down. Or, no, he just oh, took no, a no. bunch of tweets. He just took a bunch of tweets down. Uh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, no. He stopped selling the console. That's why. In in lieu of potential lawsuit. Um. Yeah. Um. And since then, like, we haven't heard anything from Soldier Boy himself. And Nintendo hasn't said anything regarding him for obvious reasons. Probably more behind the scenes on that. But, um, it's funny and kind of obvious. This would happen, <laughs> right? Right. I mean, uh, you don't fuck with Nintendo <laughs> at all. Uh, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to bring up his um, his Twitter handle. There it is, Soldier Boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure at some point somebody told him like, "Hey, you should stop, man. Nintendo does not screw around." So yeah, if you go to if you go to SoldierWatch.com, which is where he was selling it. You will not find the game console on there at all. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll find a bunch of other bootleg shit, but not the console. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's really funny because he was just he was just talking a lot of shit. Yeah, it was. He was trying he was trying to play it off like it wasn't a big deal, and then some lawyer had got, I got I got a hold of him or somebody else was just like nah bud nah <laughs> yeah it's that's a real thing man so he hasn't I believe he hasn't tweeted anything since then and uh, no 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 he and he got rid of all the tweets where he was talking about it and uh, probably one of his publicitors publicitors yeah I would assume so I would assume so but lesson learned not even not, not even Soldier Boy is, is big enough to take take on Nintendo. To be fair, Soldier Boy, well, I wouldn't say to be fair, Soldier Boy is not that big, but at the same time, he actually is pretty big in the in the sphere of, of, of rap and all that jazz. So, but still, yeah, lesson learned. But yeah, it was just a very odd thing that was happening during during this news story I was looking at. I was like, how is this, it how is this, how is this a thing? And why is Soldier Boy selling a console? Why? Yeah. <laughs> It, it primarily blew up once some YouTubers had taken a hold of it and were like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, so. essentially, essentially. But yeah, there's not much to say other than the fact that, uh, you know, point being, you don't you don't mess with Nintendo. The, the flash in the pan hilarious story is what that was. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It, it definitely kept us entertained. <laughs> it definitely was. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely kept us entertained for a bit, so. Okay. Uh, where is my thing? Okay. This kind of, uh, this next door actually kind of goes in your wheelhouse a little bit, actually. Uh, so All right. As soon as I do this, do this. Oops. I'm like doing, I'm kind of doing two things at once. Kind of the whole pat your belly and hit at the same time. Double deal. I didn't ask you to pat my belly. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Alrighty then. So, this is off of Polygon.com. Um, Blizzard is trying to clean up Twitch chat by trying it to battle the net accounts. New chat moderation system will require users to connect to their Twitch account to battle.net. 
this is written by Austin Golson. Uh, since the earliest days of the Overwatch League, Blizzard has a tough time getting fans and even pro players to behave themselves in Twitch chat. Whether it was spamming emails or simply posting offensive messages, every week of the Overwatch League meant more and more bans. However, as we have heard into as we head into the league's second season, Blizzard is trying to combat Twitch chat toxicity through a new program that it will first test during the Overwatch Contenders. Contenders, the semi-professional division of the Overwatch League, hosts its own broadcast on a Twitch channel separate from Blizzard's Pro League. It's on this channel that Blizzard will run its first test of the new chat moderation system. Viewers who want to participate in the Twitch chat during the Overwatch Contenders stream will need to link their Battle.net accounts with their Twitch accounts. The restriction, Blizzard hopes, will lead to, quote, a more positive viewing experience. So, yeah, that I mean, is, that, this is going to be a very interesting test because this could lead into other companies might be doing the same. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, think of it this way, dude. Like, somebody pops into Twitch chat, says some racist ass shit, and they have a mark against their Blizzard account. Like, that's not something people want. So they're going to behave themselves. Like, that's actually kind of brilliant. Uh, you know, a lot, of course, a lot of people are going to look at this as a bad thing as a company trying to control how people chat and it's like well yeah they want advertisers yeah like you're not paying for this shit so yeah they're gonna need people to pay for it and when you you know when when you pop into the chat and say some stupid shit yeah they're gonna need to monitor that yeah and it might be a template for other companies to do the same that are also have streams that are if they have an account or they have some way to link link into the twitch and whatever platform they're using Blizzard has that has the benefit of like you know, they're better than that net account that they can link to, but in terms of other companies like you know if it was, wow. I don't know Dragon Ball Fighters like if that was going on on stream and like you know does like Ban and Namco have some sort of a program that you can log into that you have to make or whatnot or something have to make down the line like it's it could be something that could be a benefactor for other companies to look at to see how this will go. Um, this is also another big thing because of how Twitch is allowing Blizzard to kind of figure out or kind of test with their API and like really go into like, you know, restricting or finding ways to interact with chat in, in a way that, that, that you can ban somebody on both accounts. Um, so it's, it's interesting. To, it's going to be very interesting to see how this turns out. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, um, I like I also, you know, I have to imagine that by doing this you're also going to be uh there could be rewards absolutely absolutely and i'm they've already been doing that as of right now with uh drops through twitch um and if you're just watching overwatch league or any other um game that you uh have played or have an account with like there are drops you can you can get um so it'll be interesting so there might be probably a beneficial effect as well so the thing is, though, is and, and this is not I've said in the past when they when they said they want to try and tackle toxicity. It's like it is very hard to do so, and knowing the internet and knowing chat, like it is, it is something very very hard to do. It's like telling every person in on the internet, like, hey, you can't say this. Be nice, because that's right, because right. like every, for every good person, there's about a good five or seven that are bad. <laughs> so yeah. it's very hard to tackle it. If this is if this in some way negates it 
to where there's not that many and there's just a much more positive experience, then bravo, Blizzard. You've actually found a way to do it. Um, but if it doesn't work out and it's the same chat, then it's, well, then, you know, fall for the course. So, um, I, again, I'm curious. Has the contender started by any chance or is that still... Um, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a constant thing. Um, uh, it hasn't it hasn't stopped at any point, so I don't know. Hmm. Okay, interesting. So like like I think it's uh, live tonight. Uh, okay. I might actually copy and just see how that works, just for my own curiosity. Is it? Um, did they say they're doing it tonight? Um, let's see, the contenders, let's see, I'm going to bring up the... Oh, they were live today, sorry, uh, they were already live today. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, okay. They yeah. might be alive again, uh... The first test, uh, the first test during the Overwatch Contender schedule. Season 3 quarterfinals, which run from December 28th to January 12th. So, okay, so, they're already doing it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm kind of, okay, so I'm... I'm Curious to see what the results are then i'll probably pop in chat just to see how it is um in episode 12 i should pop in well i'm gonna try and pop in before i go out this weekend <laughs> so um I'll def uh, I'll definitely it says 11 uh the next the next game is uh thursday at 3 a.m okay wait 3 a.m yeah. Oh wow. Well, that's that's the thing. That's the thing about this that a lot of people don't understand about the contenders is that it's all over the world. Oh, like the idea is to get I new see. players for the league itself. I see. Gotcha. This is this is essentially the AAA ball team. You know, that's uh, that's. It. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, interesting. Okay, that makes sense. Trying it out in the lower division uh, of Overwatch before they put it into the majors to the big time. And it's. Yeah, and it's all over the world, so the time the times vary quite significantly. Mm, I see. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. All right, cool. Yep, we'll definitely see. I'm very curious to see what the results are, and again, this might open up for other companies to do the same, um, especially with dealing with the API and kind of configuring the chat to really affect not only Twitch users, but also account users who may be on said platform. So we'll see. We shall see. Alright, moving on to our next topic at hand. As soon as I do this, do this. Jesus, there's uh, eight games on Sunday, or Thursday, by the way. That's a lot. Yeah. That is a whole lot. Okay. Just give me a second. Okay, alright, so tweet is away, boom, and I'm doing the hit marker now, cool, okay, alright, so uh, this story has been kind of been ongoing ever since the announcement, um, I want to say at the Game Awards, or even prior to that, um, of Epic's uh, launch store. And we had predicted, like, it was going to be a bunch of indies and, uh, you know, some mid-sized companies that were going to jump on board onto um, onto the platform as, a, as an exclusive only uh, to that platform for Epic. Uh, 
one of those one of the companies that recently announced that they're launching their game actually is a pretty sizable company that's ubisoft this is from gamingindustry.biz written by hayden taylor uh, ubisoft forgoes steam in favor of epic games for the division 2. Uh, shots have been fired today in the digital distribution platform more as ubisoft shuns steam in favor of epic games what recently launched Epic Games Store hasn't had much trouble attracting smaller indie developers. This exclusive agreement on such a high-profile AAA title represents a serious coup over Steam. Furthermore, it has, uh, it has been announced that Ubisoft and Epic will partner on additional select titles over the coming year. The partnership will see PC version of Division 2 available only on the Epic Games Store and directly from Ubisoft. Ubisoft confirmed that pre-orders placed on other platforms will be unaffected by the decision. Um, Epic is working with the publisher to integrate digital rights management software Uplay with its own online service. Uh, this is huge. This is huge. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, we said before, like, you know, I, I said, you know, that in due time we'll find out, like, how this will be in another year. And I, you know, we, we both said, like, indies are going to be hopping on for sure. Like, will, like, the big companies hop on? We don't know. This is, this is huge. Ubisoft jumping on board with uh, launching the Division 2 only on Epic and its and select other titles. That is a huge shot to the bow against Steam, against Valve. This is a fascinating battle uh, because, again, as I as I stated before, like Epic Epic dropping their hat. What was the other company that dropped their hat into the ring for that market? Um, in terms of like uh, as a uh, game company as or a, publisher? I mean, not publisher, but um, uh, distribution store. Distribution store. Oh, um, uh, Discord. Discord, thank you. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I know there was a third company. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is this is this is this generation's. Uh, um, like Nintendo versus Sega. That's what this generation. That's what the like. That sounds really weird to say because it's you know it is weird to say, but at the end of the day, like that's exactly what this is. Like this is. This is a giant thing, and I it's 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 awesome and fun to kind of watch it unfold. Mm-hmm. Um, I want people to understand that as the consumer, you need to be very wary of, of how this plays out, because um, this will affect you, especially if you buy games via PC. Uh, if you have a Steam account, great. You know, take take the time to consider you know using uh, Epic. You know, look, look at, look at, you know, the situation with, with Division 2. Um, so it's just, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated to see where this goes. Absolutely. And, and this is, and this is 100% like Epic, like, kicking steam in the dick, so. <laughs> yeah, it, it essentially is. Um, will other companies fall suit in terms of this? The only time will tell, but if Ubisoft is... It depends on how well it does. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that is a that is a huge test. Absolutely, absolutely. Because this could be a massive failure. I mean, we're, we're also talking about Division Two, a game that was moderately well received. So, um, or it's 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 the first game was moderately well received. So, mm-hmm. 
Uh, will Division Two do that well in general to make this a big deal? We'll see. Uh, will Ubisoft go to the next extent and be like, you know, the next big game, next AAA game they have coming out? Will they do the same thing? Like, what? Where will this go? That's 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 the question that I want an answer to. So. I, I think the other thing to look at too is like it's, for Ubisoft, if this fails, you kind of already. Well, I want to say you burn your bridge with Steam, but you kind of did with this move. So, would you just release your game on Uplay, essentially, for future titles, or would you keep with Epic, even though if it doesn't pan out uh, as time goes on? But... Well, I think Uplay is is less of a distributor and more of just a oh, pardon me, a platform for them to have stuff on. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think Ubisoft is trying to compete with any of these PC distributed companies. Uh, mainly because they, they, they also make their games for consoles. And you can have your Uplay account on the Xbox, on the PS4. I don't know about the Switch. I don't know either. I want to say yes, but don't call me on that one. I'm pretty sure the answer is out there somewhere. <laughs> do a live live reaction live right live uh, info right now um yeah I, but I, the point i'm getting at is is uh you play to me was never a play like sure you can buy a game from you play if you want but i don't think they're ever they were ever trying to compete yeah agreed maybe they were at one point but i feel like they were though at, at one point because they were touting their games to be on you play on that platform for a bit but they realized it wasn't doing too well, so I was like, "All right, well, we're just gonna put on on everything." No, um, you play. No, you play. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, yes. That's what. That's. I think that's the point I was getting. Like, if I if I go back over to search and I do, um, uh, let's type in. Let's just type in Ubisoft and um, on on the Switch. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact you can have you play on the um, on the Xbox because I, I've used it with uh, like Siege and other games to get free shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I type in Ubisoft and it brings up all of their games like Just Dance and Starlink and Child of Light and Rayman and Butthole. <laughs> um, so yeah, they have the, all their they have a lot of their games on the switch um uh it's it's not to the extent of uh hey greg just let you know you sound very very robotic by the way no other options where where i don't i think ubisoft has how about now uh, talk for a second. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for it to kind of collect itself. How about now? Okay, now you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's why, because the, cause the fucking... Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so see the last 30 seconds of you were just talking about, because, like... It was yeah, yeah, I gotta... Somehow the, the uh, Ethernet cable started sliding out, uh, and it went to Wi-Fi. Oh, I see. Uh... I was just pointing out that because because Uplay is not on the Switch, but it is on other consoles, um, and the Switch is the last console to have come out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't think Ubisoft is is maybe there were at one point, but not anymore. I don't think they are trying to make Uplay a distributed a distributed distribute <laughs> distribution platform. Right. Um, 
I think they want to use Uplay kind of like how Blizzard uses their system, mm-hmm. where it's more of like a thing you can log into and maybe buy a game from, but it's not important that you do. Right. Uh, um, that being said, mm-hmm. uh, if Ubisoft is going to the extent of sticking with, with Epic to do... It, now, are they doing exclusive content through Epic? Is that what it is? It was Select Games and The Division 2. So it sounds like they have wiggle room to put out their other games on other platforms if they wanted to. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is 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 Epic the only place you'll be able to buy uh, Division Two on PC? Yes. Okay, that's yeah. That that and we'll see. We'll see how well that pans out for them. Because absolutely, absolutely, but, it's, yeah, it's. I don't know. It's 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 a big gamble, but like I'm very curious to see how that goes because this fall this may fall suit from other big companies to also jump in as well. Yeah. So we'll see how things go, but man, that is a huge, huge shot. Uh, the, as the game industry turns, so. The... I was gonna turn into a weird soap opera in a second. <laughs> All right, so let me go ahead and get this ready. So here's what we'll do, uh, if you don't mind, Greg, because I take a, an audible on this. We'll do the Overwatch minute first. And then we'll lead into your why you're wrong, since they're both related. Mm, it's the same thing. Oh, like, same I'm, thing? I'm literally, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're overlapped. Oh, okay. Like, I'm, literally, I'm literally calling the Overwatch why you're wrong minute. Oh, okay. Well, I'm still going to roll the intro, uh, the intro for you then for That's fine. the Overwatch minute. And I'll just, uh, switch, for, I'll, I'll just switch to your cam afterwards, because I don't have anything. Okay. Yeah, for anybody listening to the podcast, if you haven't heard, uh, I've done one episode uh, or one issue of Why You're Wrong. Uh, if if it's your first time listening, just just so you know, it is a very not safe for work, me yelling at the internet situation. I'm doing a lot of cussing. I'm doing a lot of insulting. I'm being very harsh with my words, and that's all intentional. Um, so uh, just just as a fair warning, don't listen to this at work. <laughs> like. <laughs> don't listen to this around kids <laughs> I can imagine I can imagine somebody listening to this and you're just going in a cuss storm and then they walk by like what the hell are you walking what the hell are you listening to <laughs> uh, that's great that's great alright let me go ahead and get this started Overwatch Minute with Great Deeds slash why you're wrong <laughs> it's Overwatch Minute why you're wrong edition There you go. Oh, actually, hang on. We're, 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 okay, now you can go. Sorry, I had to mute the music. Um, <laughs> so, as I stated, this is very not safe for work. Um, I'm pulling up something, one thing on, on Twitter real quick because I need to get a date that I, did, I just realized I don't have. Um, but... Uh, uh, sorry, give me one second, guys. I am so sorry. I'm trying to figure out. So basically, Overwatch came out with a story, uh, I want to say a couple days ago. Two days ago. All right, two days ago. 
Overwatch came out with a with a little story that Michael Chu, the writer, the head writer, um, put together um, about a, a little bit of a backstory about Soldier and and um, Anna, and uh, it, it's more of a story that takes place in the current timeline of Overwatch. Um, they're both older, like it's it's well past Overwatch's fall and all that kind of shit. I, it very very much looks like it takes place after Winston sends out that message of like. Come join Overwatch. Um, and in it, uh, it's essentially revealed that Soldier had a lover named Vincent. Uh, this would indicate that Soldier is gay or bi. Michael Chu then goes on to Twitter and says publicly, like, Vincent and Jack identify as gay. There's your Overwatch minute. Now we do. Now we go into why you're wrong. Hey, fuck asses! Are you really gonna sit there and be pissed off because a character's gay? Go fuck yourself. If you think that a character being outed as gay somehow changes the game, you're a fucking moron, full-on grade A idiot. This doesn't change his kit. He still has his abilities. He still has sprint. He still has the the thing he puts on the ground to heal. He can still fucking use auto-aim as his ultimate. Nothing changes. You aren't gay for playing as him. And if you have this issue with a character being outed as gay so late into the game's fucking span, why do you care? Why does it matter to you? You know, there's people on Twitter going, like, there's there's two fucking camps in this in this negativity storm where one goes, oh, I just don't understand why he has to be gay. It doesn't, it doesn't, it, like, it's fucking stupid. And then there's the other camp, which is like, I don't care that he's gay. I just don't understand why we need to know. What, what does his character's sexuality have to do? Because the game's about instant inclusivity, you fucking idiot. Are you kidding me? Every fucking character in this game has something unique about them that somebody else in the world can be like, ooh, I identify with that. That's the point of the goddamn game. There's a reason a character has fucking autism. Are you that goddamn dense you can't see that? And if you're also the type of asshole that goes, eh, Blizzard's just trying to get publicity for a dying game, no shit, Sherlock! That's what they fucking do. That's what marketing is. You cannot sit there and tell me, oh, well, a company is just going to do things to try to get publicity and popularity because uh, they want to make money. Yeah, duh. No goddamn shit. Why do you have a problem with that? In what world do you go... Man, if I ever worked for a big company, if I was ever successful, I would never do that fucking thing. Bullshit, you wouldn't. You'd do that shit in a goddamn heartbeat because it makes you fucking money. You goddamn ignoramus. I'm absolutely sick and tired of these types of people. You don't belong in Overwatch. Go fucking play something else, you fucking asshat. I'm absolutely done with these types of people. You don't deserve to play video games. You don't deserve to play Overwatch. Go fuck yourself. And one last thing. I sincerely hope that every game you fucking get into from here on out, the developers out one of the characters as gay, bi, trans, queer, asexual, pansexual, I hope that whatever they make pisses you off. Pisses you off to the extent that you go, well, I'm never playing that game again. I guess I'm not going to play video games. Good fucking riddance.
you halfwit. And that has been your Overwatch Minute slash Why You're Wrong with Greg Deeds. Um, two things. I totally forgot that there was a character that was uh, autism. Um, Symmetra. Uh, I, uh, I, totally, yeah. I totally forgot about that. I was like, oh, that make, and it makes perfect sense, actually, too, thinking about it. Um, else, I'm like, fucking doing doing that destroys my throat. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I had a second point I was gonna make too. Uh, I totally forgot it. Um, oh fuck! It feels so good to do that. <laughs> I I will I will say if if you think about it, because I have a I, I I have gay friends who are um who who fit the same uh the same type as sort of seventy six because my friend. Uh, he likes older dudes, and like he, he's really into that. And seeing Sword seventy six, it's like, oh, that makes sense. Now knowing that through with my friend of mine, so um, I don't know why it's a thing uh, in, in in the gay community, but like you know, it's whatever. But yeah, that that's. That, I mean, that, well, I mean, why why does any kink really exist? That's very true. There's a kink for everything. I'm not, I'm not here to kink shame. <laughs> um, but no, that's cool. It's awesome. Like I, I got um, yeah. I'm dude. I'm. I. It. It doesn't affect the gameplay. So mm-hmm. why does it matter to these people? Like I think it's great that there's they're adding more inclusivity. I think to be honest with you, and it's gonna sound a little weird. I think soldiers should be bi. Uh, I think that's you know there's no bi characters in the in the story. Oh, don't um, don't worry. At some point, every character will be. Some sort of sexuality or whatever, what have you. At the, uh, at the well, we, time I mean, we, know, we already know that some characters are straight. We know that like Anna's straight because she had a husband. We know that Widowmaker was straight because she had a husband. We know that Reaper's straight because she has he had a wife. Um, so we know those things. Uh, you know, they they could be bi, uh, uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, there could be a trans character, and I'm I'm dude, I'm fucking I'm for it. I mean, I think that you know one thing that people need to kind of ease up a little bit on is we absolutely need more black characters in the game. We need more people of color in the game in general. Absolutely. Um, but don't harass the developers because it's not in there yet. Just kind of state your opinion and move on. Mm-hmm. Like, trust me, they know Jeff Kaplan, you know, is a busy guy and he recently sent out an, a letter to, well, not recently. He sent out a letter to a girl who a 27 year old uh, college student who was like, I love the game, but you know, the, the lack of, of black people really, you know, it's getting to me. And this was right before Doomfist came out and he was like, yeah, we have a black uh, character coming out. Okay. And, uh, and then recently with, uh, um, Hammond, uh, wrecking ball being introduced. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people were very upset that it wasn't a black woman. And, um, I don't think you need to be upset. Just, you know, the game. The game is fine. Don't, don't, you know, just express that you want that in the game, because they're listening. Yeah. They, I promise you, they're listening. So. There's, like, there's definitely one thing I do like to add to your why you're wrong, um, and 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 your comments about everything that happened. Um, and I and thought about this too uh, when the announcement happened yesterday and the internet was blowing up about it. Um, this is the only game that it's really focusing on minorities and um, to some degree even disabilities versus every other game out there, which is majority 
you know, heterosexual, straight. Like there are definitely games out there that are that are have gay characters in it. But how many how many games can you say that have bi characters, transgender characters? Um, sure. You don't. Well, I think yeah. I think there's also there's also the aspect there's the angle that like, <clears throat> um, I think it's totally fair to not have anything sexual sexuality wise in a game. Like I really don't need to know what Doctor White's sexuality is. Like it's not important to the plot of any of Mega Man games. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. I will. I will argue this that there needs to be more games where you're playing as a person of color for for absolutely you know 100. percent Yep. Um. Like. You know, think 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 of the top three fucking treasure hunter characters that you know of. <laughs> They're all white. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So you know, like. But but as as I've also stated to people before, like, instead of getting mad at people making the stories. Go make the stories. Yeah. Um, be the there are change. people that are going to want to fund those. Yeah, be the change. Yeah. Be the change you want to see kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. So that's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not 100% in the, in the mindset of like, don't say anything. Just don't be a dick about it, you know? Yeah, definitely. Awesome. So, guys, uh, we need to get a lot out because we haven't talked in a while and – 2019, man, it's uh, it's here. We're still here. We're still going to podcast about game news and whatnot. And uh, I'll say this: uh, this channel will be a lot more active fairly soon, fairly soon. So, um, but uh, with that, Greg, where can I find you on the internet? Uh, you can yell at me on Twitter <laughs> at Chubrucky. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, I will. I occasionally stream on my personal channel, uh, Twitch.tv/ChubRockGeek. Um, I also do a podcast with my uh, good friend Josh Fisher um, called All Cued Up. Uh, we watch two shows on an internet streaming platform: uh, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, what have you. And we we give them a review. Uh, we just did. We just recorded an episode today that's going to go up on Friday, um, which is going to be the eleventh. So on the 11th, there'll be a new episode. Um, we watched um, a miniseries on Netflix called uh, Watership Down, which is based on a 1978 book, which also had a 1979 movie. Mm. But uh, it was an animated movie, So th- and this is a four-episode miniseries, uh, CGI. So it, it, I don't know. It, you have to, they have to listen to our review, but it's, it's something. It's something. It's something. Uh, but we also review... Um, the last season of uh, a series of unfortunate events. Oh, nice. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we, 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 and we talk about both like the series as a whole and how the final season played out. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, that episode will be up on Friday. Uh, so go check that out. Um, and I think that's about it right now. Cool. Awesome. You can follow me on Twitter at Defective Naruto. You can follow the work that I do at MissionStarPodcast.com as well as Greg here. Um, we got stuff on the site recently. Um, we've had some uh, new movie reviews been popping up. Uh, we, was it the past week we had the Aquaman uh, review up as well as the uh, Spider-Man film uh, review as well. So if you haven't already, please go check those out on our website. Yes, there is new content coming to the site. Just not as fast. Just <clears throat> slow burn. Um, <laughs> I will be at Anime LA this past, this weekend. So uh, be sure to check out the Instagram on uh, 
uh, Instagram.com slash mission dot start. Uh, we will be, um, well, I'll be taking photos, videos of all the events happening there um, at the convention and, uh, and what have you. Um, so with that being said, we'll, unless something happens, unless I get sick or something, or something else happens, we'll be back next week. Um, I do want to end on this because I for totally forgot about it until now. And I know it's going a little bit long in a tooth, but just want to squeeze it in. Uh, Greg, uh, <laughs> your reaction when they read that uh, donation um, on the stream uh, during the Mega Man Marathon. The, um, because uh, I was trying to... Oh, Anthony Beans? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that part, it's like, I'm used to that, you know, it's whatever. Like, I, I've been used to that in my entire life at this point. Oh, no, I don't I don't doubt it. Like, when people say my last name, they never get so I totally understand what you're saying, but yeah. uh, it was it was it didn't make it any less funny to me. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping it had been read while um, Slappy was on with the RC Cola, but thing. But oh well, we I, it still got it in, so it was still, pre still pretty forgot, funny. I forgot. I forgot. I, ca I called the Nintendo the RC Cola of gaming. <laughs> Completely. I, I'm surprised you remember that shit. Right. No, because it was funny. Because I was like, they were gonna be on stream, or, or as far as like you know, snapping them and the whole Make My Marathon. And I was like thinking, like, oh, man, I want to donate, but I'm trying to figure out how I could just what message we're gonna put out there. And then it's like, oh right, they were on our podcast once, and <laughs> you said that. So man, that was that was an interesting reaction from everybody. So yeah, they thought it was funny. Mm -hmm. All right, well, with that, guys, thank you for watching, and we will see you guys next time.